Halloween. Let's discuss it. But first, welcome to the Arriving Somewhere with Matt J podcast, commentary, comedy, and conversation. Please remember to like, share, subscribe, and comment, and any other good thing that you can think of. Okay, let's jump into the topic of Halloween. And I know some people are sick of discussing it. It comes up every year, and look, I'm ignorant about it all as well. I just thought it was some mostly weird, silly tradition. I knew it had, uh, you know, loose connections to the church. And again, just ignorant, naive, was never taught about any of this. And so it's been interesting kind of hearing different perspectives and, and, and learning a bit about the history and where it's come from. And I mean, I was saying naive is an understatement. I mean, loosely, I mean, Halloween being loosely associated with the church is, is wrong anyway. I mean, it is. It's All Hallows Eve. It is a, a Christian festival. So I'm going to jump over. I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read a bit from this article from Theopolis, which is a, a Christian foundation out of America. I thought it was a, a great article. They posted this in 2017. And then I'll play uh, a few highlights from a, I think it's an Orthodox uh, podcast to get a little bit more context. So we'll go into those two things, I think, and and leave it, leave it there for Halloween this year anyway. So on Theopolis, I'll leave the link to the article in the show notes. Uh, it's much easier to read the show notes, by the way, if you are subscribed on Substack. That's arriving somewhere. Uh, dot substack.com if you want to subscribe over there so theopolis concerning halloween it has become routine in october for some christian schools to send out letters warning parents about the evils of halloween and it is and it has become equally routine for me to be asked questions about this matter halloween is simply a contraction for all hallows eve the word hallow means saint and that hallow is just an alternative form of the word holy hallowed be thy name All Saints Day is November 1st. It is the celebration of the victory of the saints in union with Christ. The observance of various celebrations of all saints arose in the late 300s. And these were united and fixed on November 1st in the the late 700s. The origin of All Saints Day and of All Saints Eve in Mediterranean Christianity had nothing to do with the Celtic Druidism or the church's fight against Druidism. Uh, Assuming there ever there ever even was any such thing as druidism which is actually a myth concocted in the 19th century by neo-pagans now just moving down this article it says the festival of all saints reminds us that though jesus has finished his work we have not finished ours he has struck the decisive blow but we have the privilege of working in the mopping up operation thus century by century the christian faith has rolled back the demonic realm of ignorance fear and superstition though things look bad in the western world today this work continues to make progress in asia and africa and latin America. Now, just to clarify that a little bit, so the, well, I'll, I'll read this little part of the article and then we'll clarify it a little bit. The biblical day begins in the preceding evening and thus in the church calendar, the eve of a day is the actual beginning of the festive day. Christmas Eve is most familiar to us. So we, what we have is, in, in Christianity, well, we have Halloween, which is the eve of All Hallows, which is the eve of, and then we have All Saints Day, and then the following day we have All Souls Day, which is to pray for those that have have died 
Now, when it comes to Halloween, this article continues, the concept as dramatised in Christian custom is quite simple. On October 31st, the demonic realm tries one last time to achieve victory, but is banished by the joy of the kingdom. What is the means by which the demonic realm is vanquished? In a word, mockery. Satan's great sin and our great sin is pride. Thus, to drive Satan from us, we ridicule him. This is why the custom arose of portraying Satan in a ridiculous red suit with horns and a tail. Nobody thinks the devil really looks like this. The Bible teaches that he is the fallen ark cherub. Rather, the idea is to ridicule him because he has lost the battle with Jesus and he no longer has power over us. So therefore, it says, the defeat of evil and demonic powers is associated with Halloween. Uh, For this reason, Martin Luther posted his 95 challenges to the wicked practices of the church to the bulletin board on the door of the Wittenberg Chapel on Halloween. He picked picked his day with care, and ever since, Halloween has also been Reformation Day. Similarly, on All Hallows' Eve, the custom arose of mocking the demonic realm by dressing children in costumes, because the power of Satan has been broken once and for all, our children can mock him by by dressing up like ghosts, goblins, and witches. The fact that we can dress our children this way shows our supreme confidence in the utter defeat of Satan by Jesus Christ. We have no fear. Now, I know some people have a problem with that, and that's completely fine. Completely fine. With with doing that and, and mocking, not taking uh, evil seriously. But I just thought that was very, very interesting because I was never taught that at school. And I went to a Christian school. Never taught any of this. But a lot of the customs from Halloween have, you know, come up, spawned out of time, over time. So who knows where the real custom of, um, say, trick-or-treating came from, whether it's just fun for kids or not, I don't know. And the the pumpkins and all of that kind of thing aren't based in the Christian tradition, but possibly have come up over time just as a bit of fun and became tradition in that way. I'm not sure. Now, I did also hear, I think, a Reformed pastor or, you know, someone from the Reformed Church say that with Halloween, uh, it's the, the the demonic rises up to, to try and take over kind of one last time as the symbolism of it anyway, and that dressing kids up, and this is someone else's opinion, dressing kids up in, in an evil costume, in a demonic or a monstrous costume, isn't really what we should be doing. We should be dressing them up as the heroes those that defeat as part of God's army I thought that was also a very interesting take so dressing up as a hero rather than the demonic but there's there's two ideas there that I thought were were quite interesting but again I was very ignorant to any of this history and I think the church and and schools particularly Christian schools have done a terrible job of teaching us what this means where it comes from and why it is a Christian um, festival day and where and what Halloween actually means um, I thought in the article uh, later on in the article it says I thought this was actually quite interesting we can hardly object however to children collecting candy from friends and neighbours this might not mean much to us today because we are so prosperous that we have candy whenever we want but in earlier generations people were not so well off and obtaining some candy or other treats was something special there is no reason to pour cold water on an innocent custom like this again i personally if you're if you don't like halloween and and are against it and think it's it's not good to be uh what would you call it engaging in any sort of demonic type of stuff completely i completely understand completely understand and of course as you'll hear and i want to play this clip from this podcast you'll hear in this they say that 
you know you can do halloween wrong as well there's there are bad things that that it's you know it's kind of the reversal thing where it's flipped around into almost celebrating the demonic and calling it forward rather than mocking it and and praising god and celebrating the saints and praying for those that have died so there is there are those things and we live in a in, in a predominantly secular if you're listening to this in the western world predominantly secular uh, countries that have strayed and lost their way so we see a lot of this for lack of a better word done wrong that's <laughs> or reversed i guess is the word i want to say uh, but I, I, like i said i'll leave this article in the show notes i highly recommend that you go through and read it all because he he does go this is by james b jordan he does go into some of where say the the pumpkin carving came from and what that represented in other cultures and that kind of thing it's very interesting but anyway i'll just read the finish this article uh, at the end now it says this is a good place to note that in many articles uh, in books magazines and encyclopedias they're written by secular humanists or even the pop pagans of the so-called new age movement these people actively suppress the Christian associations of historic customs and try to magnify the pagan associations. They do this to try and make paganism acceptable and to downplay Christianity. Thus, Halloween, Christmas, Easter, etc. are said to have pagan origins. Not true. Oddly, some fundamentalists have been influenced by these slanted views of history. These fundamentalists do not accept the humanist and pagan rewriting of Western history. American history and science, but sometimes they do accept the humanist and pagan rewriting of the origins of Halloween and Christmas, uh, the Christmas tree, etc. We can hope that in time these brethren, brethren will re-examine these matters as well. We ought not to let the pagans do our thinking for us. And he also mentions the children dressing up at the end. Uh, nowadays, children often dress up as superheroes, and the origin and the original Christian meaning of Halloween has been absorbed into popular culture. Also, with the present fad of designer paganism in the so-called New Age movement, some Christians are uneasy with dressing their children as spooks, so so be it. But we should not forget that originally Halloween was a Christian custom, and there is no solid reason why Christians cannot enjoy it as such even today. Quote, He who sits in the heavens laughs. Yahweh ridicules them, says Psalm 2. Let us join in his holy laughter and mock the enemies of Christ on October 31st. So there you go, Theopolis, that's by uh, James Jordan, and that's called Concerning Halloween. Now, I'll end this by just playing the Orthodox podcast, it's called Lord of Spirits, I'll just play a clip from that. It's, well, it's, I hope they don't mind me using this, but I thought it's interesting and it's information that needs to be to discussed, shared, uh, that kind of thing. So I am just uh, just wanted to share it, it's, I think it's about a minute or so, but it's, yeah, Lord of Spirits is the podcast. And the two hosts of the show are Father Andrew Stephen Darmick and Father Stephen DeYoung. hope I'm pronouncing those names correctly. But Lord of Spirits, if you want to go check out this podcast. So here we go. That's what actually happened. That first generation of pagans experienced, just like we've been saying, being set free by Christ. Having their lives transformed and being set free. And the defeat of those demonic powers who had enslaved them. And so, and so, the church, in her wisdom, says future generations need to celebrate this liberation. They need to celebrate and ritually participate themselves in the defeat of those powers that enslaved them. 
in the in their freedom from that bondage and that slavery. And it is in a way just like the Jewish Passover. Yep. In which Yahweh judges the gods of Egypt. That's what he says he's about to do. (laughs) Judges the gods of Egypt, frees his people. That generation experienced it literally. Future generations experienced by ritual participation in eating the Passover. And so these holidays like Krampusnacht, like All Hallows' Eve, all of these are essentially little European Passovers mm-hmm. <laughs> where if properly understood, right? If you don't forget about the all saints part and just go trick or treating for Halloween, if you don't, you know, forget who St. Nicholas was and just have a really metal winter celebration in your Krampus <laughs> outfit, with the chains, <laughs> right? Or, if you don't do that, yeah. you can experience that freedom that your ancestors experienced. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, when and the I was gonna saints say, came and, 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 and defeated the, these spirits and set them free. And the mistake that some people make is they, they essentially go join the other side again. Like that's what like Ouija boards and seances and, and that kind of thing are about. They're, they're taking it, they're, they're, they're reversing it for themselves. They're going back to Egypt and being enslaved by those gods again. Right. And that's exactly what St. Paul said as we read in Galatians. Why do you want to go back now into slavery? Exactly. So there you go. There's the reversal thing that I, Uh, just mentioned from the article previously but that is a little bit of the christian take on the christian custom of halloween hope that was informative to some of you out there it's been a very informative few days for me so i just wanted to share some of that and i know again repeating myself but people are kind of sick of the debate about it or the the controversy about it and some people don't like it and that's perfectly fine some people love it perfectly fine Again, I would just, I think having the conversation is important and talking to people about what it actually means. And if you are actually engaging in, as as they say on the Lord of Spirits podcast, the demonic by doing things like Ouija boards and all that kind of um, utter crap, then no, that's wrong. Absolutely wrong. But the Christian custom of celebrating the saints and praying for the dead and and mocking the demonic is fine and perfectly in line with Halloween, All Saints Day, All Souls Day. So, very interesting stuff, and it inspires me. Halloween's not a huge deal in New Zealand. It hasn't really been. It's sort of built over the last 15 years. People have gotten more and more into it. But as a kid, no, I don't remember anybody really doing any of it. And that's probably why we have no education around it over here anyway. But it's kind of inspired me to, to, to dress up next year and it's a bit of a shame I missed this year. So at least I've got 12 months to think about what I would dress up as. Uh, I think I'm a little bit too old for trick-or-treating. Not that many people, you know, probably just lock their doors around here at night. Stop people from trying to take their chocolates. Okay, going to leave it there for for now. Uh, thank you for listening to the Arriving Somewhere with Matt J podcast. Commentary, comedy and conversation. Remember, like, share, subscribe, comment all of that good stuff and any other good things that you can think of. And I'll talk to you again in the next one.